Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Psalm 22 again. That's where we were yesterday, and we saw many parallels in verse 1 through 18 that connect to the crucifixion account recorded by Matthew in chapter 27 of his gospel. Obviously, some of these parallels are in other gospels as well. Right at the beginning of Psalm 22, we saw how Jesus crying out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me from the cross ties right to this text here, this personal individual lament in Psalm 22. We talked about how the people were crying out to him at the cross, the Pharisees and others telling him, if you're the son of God, why don't you save yourself? Which comes straight out of verse eight in Psalm 22, says that they mocked him in verse seven and wagged their heads. It actually uses the same word in Matthew 27 that his critics, his mockers were wagging their heads at Jesus on the cross says that uh, he's poured out like water in verse 14 and all my bones are out of joint. Scripture teaches clearly that none of Jesus' bones were broken on the cross, uh, but some of them had to have been out of joint because of the violent uh, punishment that he went through and poured out like water reminds us of after his death, you know, the water and the blood flowed when the spear was stuck in his side. Talks about his tongue sticking to his jaws, which of course is being thirsty. In verse 15, Jesus said from the cross, I thirst. Says in verse 16 that they've pierced my hands and feet. Interesting, obvious connection there. And that in verse 18, they divided his garments among them and cast lots for his clothing. I alluded yesterday to a bad seminary professor that I had that was trying to teach falsely about how we think of the Gospels. And I want to touch on that a little bit more because it will help us understand how we should look at a passage like Psalm 22 and and how we should interpret its connection to, to the Gospels in the New Testament. This professor was suggesting that some of the things we read in the Gospels are not reliable because they are taken from the Old Testament by the New Testament writers as a, and kind of added. Uh, they didn't really happen, but they're just kind of added in there to make the story more convincing. The professor said to, to sell their propaganda more effectively to the people they're trying to pitch it to, which I think is a terrible thing to say about Scripture, about the gospel writers. At the same time, we need to understand this, that there's no question that Matthew, especially Matthew, the gospel writer in the New Testament, who was a Jew, and he was writing his gospel primarily, unlike some of the other gospels, to convince Jewish people that Jesus Christ was the Messiah. So it's no mistake that all through Matthew's gospel, not just with relation to chapter 27 and Psalm 22, Matthew is constantly making connections from the account of Jesus' life in the New Testament back to things that the Jewish people of Jesus' time, Matthew's audience, would have recognized as being Old Testament connections, passages that they were familiar with, passages like Psalm 22 that would help convince them that this man, Jesus Christ, was written about in the Old Testament. This is the one who our forefathers was we're pointing to. This is the Messiah who has come to redeem us as God promised. And so this is not to suggest that Matthew didn't realize when he was writing the account that he was using Old Testament texts to 
support it. Of course he was. What this is saying is that to suggest that the events did not happen the way that they are recorded to have happened, but they were kind of faked or kind of fudged with Old Testament texts to make them more convincing. That is what is preposterous. And friends, the, the only reason I spend uh, a good chunk of time on that is because really when you, it's, it's very cunning in a very conniving way, and it's happening in seminaries and churches all over the country, sadly, to undermine the authority of God's word. God's word is, we've said this over and over and over. This is why we're doing a Bible overview, because in this ministry, we believe that God's word is completely reliable. It's absolutely authoritative. It's inerrant. It can be believed. It is completely trustworthy. And we want to highlight a, a situation with Psalm 22 how it can be just slightly twisted, even at a seminary, to get people of God to doubt the authority of his word. Once you start giving away the authority of God's word, once you start poking holes in it as if we're smart enough to figure out which holes are acceptable and which ones aren't, pretty soon the gospel itself is compromised. Pretty soon we have absolutely nothing to stand on. And so as you read scripture, as you listen to preachers, and if there's any seminary students uh, listening to this, or if there's anybody who's studying the Bible more seriously, or reading commentators, or watching videos of different academics around scripture, be very, very careful not to fall prey to anybody who wants to kind of, with superior intellectual academic arguments, chip away at the authority of God's word in the name of trying to understand it better or trying to be critical of the text so that we can have greater wisdom and nuance in our understanding of scripture. God's word is true. Psalm 22 is a lament that is written by the psalm writer who who didn't have any idea of how these specific words were going to play out in the future, but no doubt the events of Christ's life, his death and resurrection, align with all kinds of portions of Scripture so that we can trust him and trust that it's true and ultimately, through faith in him, be reconciled to God. Sinners set free because he bore our sin. He was punished and poured out like Psalm 22 describes and Matthew 27 describes, so that we could have the righteousness that he lived, the penalty that he paid attributed to us. And through faith in him, we can stand holy and blameless before God. Friends, trust trust God's word. Walk confidently with Christ. And let's take this message to the nations. That's what we're going to talk about tomorrow as we finish up Psalm 22. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. 
If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.